Hi, this is Alpha Dom of mensubmit.com, and you're listening to the Men Submit Podcast. The Men Submit Podcast is free and supported by listeners like you. If you like what you hear, and we are sure you will, please become a supporter by going to the website and clicking on Donate. Thank you. All right, so we are now recording. Okay, that's good. Are you going to hold it or are you going to put it down? I'm going to hold it. Sure, you're going to hold it. (laughs) It's my favorite thing to do while we drive. Okay, so I'll introduce things here. We wanted to, well actually let me start out. We are driving in the car right now down the highway in San Diego County. Um, We moved from the Sydney, Australia area to San Diego back in Mm mid-December. So a couple of months ago. have been unbelievably busy since then. It's been insane. It's been insanely crazy. Um, so we thought we'd try a different format here and that is to record something while we're in the car and we'll see how this works. The background noise just might be too much. We'll yeah, this goes. is kind of an experiment just to see if we can have a casual conversation about, well, do you want to say what about? Well, we just thought we'd talk about um, coming into a new area and into a new kink scene. So, um, right. Yeah, we. It's kind of like a story. Yeah. A story of the process of being in one place into kink there, right. and all of the logistics and new things that you need to do to find yourself in another place, right. in another scene. Right. So I lived in Sydney for. About three years, I think, a little over three years, three and a half years before we moved. Mm-hmm. And in that period of time, became um, quite familiar with the kink scene there and the people in the scene there. Um, and they have, they have a very large group of people. It's a large city, about four million people, I think, four million people <coughs> in Sydney. Yeah, I think so. Yep. So, um, obviously, can support quite a big scene. Um, always and really in any area I've lived in I've found kink people to be very friendly and very nice and certainly Sydney um, Sydney Sydney was the same and ran events there went to events there um, so it was pretty comfortable um, I think we were um, we were good with everything there yeah I mean for me Sydney was the first city that I ever um, became part of a kink community. Prior to that, I'd lived overseas for a long time, and before that, I just didn't really have much awareness that you could express your kink out there in the big wide world. So, unlike you, I didn't kind of come into it from another place. Right. And um, so, to me, it was yeah the first place that I ever yeah. came to came to know a kink yeah. kind of community. So yeah, we see it kind of differently, but. So we've moved to the U.S., I've moved back to the U.S., and you have moved to the U.S., and how are you liking it just generally? I'm loving it. I find everything much bigger and uh, more sort of frantic, not frantic pace, just more choice, more options, more lanes on the highway. Faster pace. More people around, longer queues, better stuff. Yeah. Exciting. 
Yeah, I think the thing about living in Australia that I found was the pace was a bit slower, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just no. slower than the U.S. because even though Sydney has four million people in Australia, there are, there's about one fifteenth of the number of people. Um, less yeah. marketing, less like you said, less choices, less options, which just means that your life's a little simpler. Yeah. But also means you have less choices and less options. So. But I'd have to say I haven't really had any culture shock because you, we're similar enough that you can kind of walk down a street in the U.S. and not feel like an alien. Well, you have the added advantage of, um, I think you get a lot of American culture in movies and TV. And right. so you've been familiarized with that. Whereas when I went to Australia, you know, we had probably like, you know, two Australian cultural icons in the U.S. period. So you were, you yeah. were coming into a black part of the map in a way. Like right. you were, there's a lot of unknowns. But yeah. the other thing is, like, when you come from Australia to the U.S., you come from less choices to more choices. And again, right. I don't mean that in a pejorative way, but I think when you start to really hit culture shock is when you realize what the number of things you can't do that you once right. could. Like I had the experience of moving to a little Pacific island and that hit me much harder because there are a whole bunch of things I couldn't do. So yeah, we've slowly started making our way into the kink scene in San Diego. Um, and I say slowly not because of anything to do with San Diego, but just the fact that um, I've been out of town quite a bit traveling for work. Um, quite a bit and so we haven't had a lot of time and then um, I think a couple of the times there's been things to go to one or the other of us has been not feeling well yeah coupled with the fact that it feels really cold yeah (laughs) we moved from summer to winter so it's cold here and by the time night comes around we're less enthralled about going out yeah it's hard to get really in a kinky mood when you don't really want to leave the house right but there does seem to be a lot to do here um there's uh munches everywhere um ironically it seems to be that many of the munches they try to hold them outside so that they have a more private area to talk um whereas most of the munches that i've been to you're specifically requested to kind of keep the kink down and not talk about things so you can have them inside. But right. again, we haven't been to a lot of the munches in the area, so I munches think are more kinky, aren't they? In San yeah, Diego, yeah, they seem to be a little more kinky. Um, certainly seen, um, yeah. But again, the one munch that we went to, I think was in an area of the city where it's very alternative so i'm not sure that's a good judge yeah okay fair enough because where we did munches in sydney was often in the heart of almost one of the most conservative suburbs wasn't it right we were doing in curabilly which yeah i don't know you wouldn't have over kink stuff there yeah if you had a kink in newtown yeah in sydney be the same thing yeah it'd be a lot more edgy right so um yeah, we haven't gotten to all the munches in the area by any means. Um, we have been to one teaching event that was on using making duct tape clothing and hoods and yeah. gloves, and that was fun, and we made a pair of duct tape shorts for you. 
which you can see on FetLife if you want to yeah, laugh. Yeah, and Mensamit. We have pictures on Mensamit. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Just look for a really, really silver-looking pants. And that was a lot of fun. So we've done that. Um, and we are... We did electricity. Oh, yeah. We did... Uh, um, we went to... Actually, two things. We went to um, a session on rope tying. Um, that was dominant women tying men. Yep. And we went to something about electricity, which was really interesting. And I'm excited to um, get more into that. We're in we're in the market at the moment for a violet wand. We're looking around to see if there's an affordable option. Yep. And that was good. That was I really like good, electricity. Yeah. It's funny because I've always been really frightened of electricity. But the way he introduced it was good because it was all kind of a gentle entree and right. I didn't feel too worried about the feelings and Yeah, well yeah. you didn't try the big shocky thing either. No, I wasn't kind of ready for the cattle prod. <laughs> um, and also I went to a women's event, women only event, where we discussed um, fire play, which was interesting. I'm just gonna check this recording. Okay, cool. We're, we're still good. Fire play. So, yeah, I went to a women's only event where we discussed fire play. And that was really fun. And we got some flash cotton and we played with that. And uh, yeah, that was. Had an awesome time with that <laughs> at home. So, yeah, that so was good. we should mention that. Yeah. So, we, we got this stuff called flash cotton off Amazon, of all things. Yeah, it's a musician, magician's tool yeah so so a highly flammable material that as the name suggests if you light it in in a fraction of an instant it flares up really bright and then it's gone yeah and it has an instant of heat and then it's done so you decided that you might like to try using that on my my cochlear area well i tried it on my hand Uh and said oh okay this isn't too bad it flashes really fast and it's warm it's definitely warm but um and it's not like horrible. It's not like you're lighting somebody on fire or anything. Right. So yeah, I created a, a long string of it and wrapped it around your cock and lit it on fire. Not your cock, the flash cotton. <laughs> <laughs> but it did, like you tried it on my hand at first and that was yeah. just warm, but on the cock it's a lot hotter. <laughs> it, was, it actually left a little bit of a burn, but it was pretty... Well, that skin's a little more sensitive down there, so yeah, yeah that makes sense. So yeah, it left a little, little bit of a mark. Um, it wasn't bad by any means. It didn't blister or anything like yeah. that. But it was a lot of fun. Certainly the heart rate was up. I found myself <laughs> dancing around the room and <laughs> the fire was gone, but I just my body wasn't quite convinced that there was no more fire. <laughs> That was a blast, but um, yeah, it's kind of interesting breaking into a new scene for a couple of reasons. First of all, all new people you've got to get to know, and with any area, um, I think that the kink scene's going to have just a wide variety of people, and some of them you're going to fit in with and some of them you're not going to fit in with and you have to find yeah. your group that you like. Have you felt a bit shy going into it? Like have you felt a bit sort of tentative in meeting new people or not? No, no, I wouldn't say that I felt tentative. I have. Like at munches I felt quite um, 
not nervous per se, but sort of a bit unsure of how to introduce myself to people, much more so than in Sydney. Hmm, That's interesting. I'm not sure why that would be. Maybe it's because I feel like I have two, like two obstacles when you're dealing with someone. It's it's not just talking about the kinky stuff. It's also being an Australian and having that whole story to explain. Ah, yeah, but that should be an advantage to you because Americans think Australians are really cool and you've got the cool accent. Oh, but my name, I can't even say my name that people understand it. (laughs) Every time I introduce myself, they're like, what? Yeah, they don't get your name because you don't say ours. So that's a challenge. Yeah, no, I haven't been shy, but the thing that that I have been sensitive to, and I had this when I went to Sydney also, is that because I always look at the potential of running events, Mm. I'm always wondering whose toes that I might be stepping on because the last thing you want to do is just bulldoze your way into a new scene, um, you know, schedule an event that somebody else might have something similar to, um, yeah, and just just pissing people off. So, um, yeah, kind of figuring that all out and kind of trying to figure out the politics of all that. Um, that takes some time. But for most people, they're not going to run events, so that's not really an issue. And you've, you've followed all the rules, is from what I can see with that too. Like you've been posting information to groups, you've always asked for permission and yeah. try yeah. to just make sure that you're a nice citizen, kink citizen. Well, I'm bound to piss somebody off because... As we were talking about earlier today, anytime you have a group of people, whether it's a church group or the local soccer club or a kink group, there's always politics and you're never going to get along with everybody. So that's just a fact of life. But you don't want to deliberately try to, um, you know, have run-ins with people. So do you want to mention the event that we've got planned? Yeah, so we're running an event that I've actually run in many cities. I've run them in Seattle and Portland, Oregon, and Sydney. And that is a clothed female, naked male tea party. So the men have to come and they have an option of being completely naked or they can um, dress in a maid outfit. Those are your two options. And they serve the women food and tea, and they can do massages um, and that kind of thing. We um, use the men as tables um, to rest our tea on. We do that safely, of course. They don't get, they don't stay down on their hands and knees until they're in pain, and we don't put hot things directly on their back, etc. And uh, in San Diego, I have to think of what city I was in for a minute. (laughs) In San Diego, we're doing this in a local um, dungeon, and they have equipment, which is really nice, so that we can put men in the equipment and people can play um, if they want to play. So I'm looking forward to that, and that is next weekend. Is that next weekend? Uh, My God. I believe so, yep. I just lost track of time, totally. I think it's next weekend. Better yeah, check that. Yeah, we'll better check. Yeah, next weekend. But anyway, it's it's very soon. Yeah, yeah. And we've got, I think, probably about 15 people signed up so far. And uh, typically what happens is the last week everybody signs up, so I expect that will probably about double. So if anyone in the San Diego area listens to this, please come along. 
because we need to get some numbers, don't we? Yeah, yeah. We have a certain minimum number of people that we have to have to make it viable, both in terms of our costs for providing food and tea, etc., and for the cost of using the space, because we do need to pay for the space that we use. So um, it's not a huge number of people, but there is a minimum. But they are a lot of fun, and I think um, people really enjoy them. So am I going to be going naked, or is it made this time? <laughs> You'll be going naked. You like the naked, don't you? I do like the naked. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's about all that I had to say. I think we just wanted to do a quick update on what our status was and talk a little bit about the scene. What about you? Yeah, I think just really to say hello and let you know that we're still kind of out here. We're planning um, a couple of podcasts in the near future. One of them will be on cuckoldry. We're actually going to get um, um, Sutley Hers and Domalicious to have a little talk about that experience. Not just cuckoldry, though, is it? It's cuckoldry and Polly and yep. polyamory. And Sutley and I hope to have a little chat about subspace. Because, oh, great. you know, after the first subzone mm-hmm. episode, we got some good feedback, and that was kind of one of the other major topics great. that had been talked about. Okay, well, we'll get those podcasts out soon then. Yeah. All right. Thanks very much. Thank you. And I'm pressing stop.